This episode of the Randy Russell Podcast is brought to you by DJ Faraginous, Instagram's number one undiscovered record review site. DJ Faraginous. Find this in future episodes at rspeen.com and Apple Podcasts. Questions or comments? Email us at rrpodcast2000 at gmail.com. Visual artist Eileen Musa is the owner and sole resident of the town of Cisco, Utah. She is restoring the ghost town using salvage materials. With the help of her two sisters, Renee and Margaret, she has created a nonprofit artist in residency program, Home of the Brave. Welcome to the Randy Russell Podcast. I'm your host, Eileen Musa. It is my pleasure to introduce to you our guest today, the other guy who walks the streets with his devil sticks, Randy Russell. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> me and that guy almost fight sometimes. <laughs> really? We, we, we approach each other with our devil sticks <laughs> on the first half. Uh-huh. And... Neither of us will move to either side. It's right. like that Dr. Seuss story. I mean, you probably uh, have the territories. North coin and the South coin. Uh-huh. And, uh, <clears throat> and you know, those things make good weapons. Oh, for sure. Do they come back to you after you throw them? Do they return? Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You were. I wanted to bring up Dr. Seuss with you for this whole time that I've been here because one of the things that you posted was something about the pants with no one inside them. All right, yeah. Yeah, do you remember that? Talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I just was putting stuff away this morning and I put that book away. Oh, do you have it, it here with you? Out, yeah. It's, it's in this room? Yeah. I want to look at it before I go. Yeah, so I, I actually even know where it is. Really? Yeah, that, that, that was like the, that's just the scariest story yes. that the, the pants. That's very want, serious. Want by themselves. Yeah. I think it probably like is probably scarred kids. I think so too. I think so too. Actually, when you see that when you're a little kid, it's just <laughs> it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it led to me having dreams that were similar. Like I had one of the worst nightmares I ever had was when um, a, va- a vacuum cleaner started running by itself. <laughs> oh no! So I just started like you know the push vacuum cleaner. It started right. running. Creeping going, towards yeah, you. And it was just going, uh, turned on, and it was running and uh-huh. go moving around. Uh-huh. And then I I pulled the cord out, and um, it kept going, the cord <laughs> out. And that, just made, that somehow made it like 100 times worse. I mean, vacuum <laughs> cleaners are kind of gross, too. They're worse than pants, yeah. I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're scary. Yeah. There's all kinds of things inside of them that you really don't want to see ever again. You know, yeah, a lot of cat hair and garbage and things that should belong like hidden inside. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I try never to look at you know. No, you never want to look in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I just emptied a shop vac the other day and it was disgusting, full of desert, desert detritus. <laughs> but it was gross. Spiders, dead spiders, and. Things like that. Do you think the bugs can ever like 
live once they're vacuumed up, live inside. Yeah, there. for sure. They That's love it in there. Wow. <laughs> I think they live Mixed. in there happily. <laughs> it's a natural home for them. I actually don't know. Well, the, that, will, that will sell a lot of vacuum cleaner bags, just that idea. Oh, can you imagine? Huh? Well, should I start with this list of questions? This list that has been... All right, yeah. Yeah, because I we should just get down to it, right? I mean, mm -hmm. um, so, can you tell me, why would you want to live in such a place like this? Like, why would you ever want to live here? I mean, what kind of self-punishment are you looking for exactly by living here? Well, it's... Um, there's like... I kind of like it because there's, there's no rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, yeah, I can do I can do anything I want. I can play my music as loud as I want to without mm. bothering anybody. Mm -hmm. um, that's the thing that always would kind of bother me about living in a in an apartment building sure. or a hotel. Oh, certainly when, not. When you're practicing yeah. your music, you always I, I, like I would practice. Sometimes I play play practice guitar and sing and um, uh -huh. and then I hear the neighbors like stomping really loud like uh -huh. they make you know making a point of it's not a broom yeah well maybe a broom it's probably I a don't broom know. yeah and you just like hearing things moving around uh -huh. like that you know it's like okay that's so that's that's part of the reason yeah you like to play your music loud then not not even loud <laughs> but it's just like. The thin walls. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's a good reason. That is one good reason. Um, there's got to be some other reasons. I mean, is it unsafe here? Um, I don't. Th I don't think so. No. It's people always. I mean, people worry about what place is safe or not. And right. It's, you know, and like every time, you know, whenever you like read about a crime. Somewhere, uh -huh. it just makes you think about that then, and then as yes. time goes on, you start it fades away from your memory, and then you're like not worrying about it. And then you read about another crime, and then mm -hmm. you're focused on it. It's yeah. hard to really say what is safe or not safe. Uh huh. Have you ever had to shoot your gun? Um. Well, I. <laughs> the only time I've. Well, personally, the, the only time I ever shot a gun was in, in the range. Okay. And um, I don't even like that. At the gun range? Yeah, I don't like. Oh. I don't, I don't like holding guns. Okay. It just it it freaks me out. Um. What it, what a like gun reminds me of is like if you're. You know, you ever walk like on a like a wall like a low wall or something like that. A low wall. You know, maybe a wall that's a couple feet high, but maybe like a foot wide or two feet wide. And you can walk along it, you know. Mm -hmm. And then you imagine, though, if that was on the edge of a cliff. Uh-huh. Or that, like if you're on the top of a building on the edge oh, or something see, like that. Yeah. You would, you would like, get nervous. Yeah. And, and, and you almost will fall off it just because you're nervous. You're but so you scared. Go, like if it's the same thing, if it's like really close to the ground, you're have no trouble. Uh-huh. But but and then but if you're on like a you know like two store like a story or two stories up uh -huh. then you're a little bit more nervous even though if you fall you'd still like be injured. Yeah. But if you're like in a like a 
Pony Story building, you really get scared, yeah. even though it's no different. Yeah. You know, it's like the higher you up you are. This is like making me sweat. I'm totally afraid of heights. I can't. You're describing this yeah. to me. And well, that's how I kind of feel about about having a gun is because mm-hmm. you can hold a, like a loaded gun and I yeah. go like, there's no way I'm going to like accidentally shoot myself or right. shoot somebody else. I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. But it's like, I just feel that same thing. Like, I just feel like I'm going to do make some mistake suddenly. Right. And it's just a, it's kind of a terrible feeling. So I, like I shot a gun at the range once for, for a movie I was working on. Uh-huh. And it was just like, it was kind of terrifying. Yeah. I don't like it. Interesting. Plus, I was terrible at shooting. Probably because you're nervous, though. I shot the tar- other people's targets. Oh, there you go. <laughs> they said, congratulations. You- <laughs> you're a great shot. You the-, the people at the left and the right. Uh-huh. No, I was, no, I didn't- yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, my feelings on guns are changing, too, actually. What do you, why do you feel? I just got rid of one of mine. I brought the other one today. I just want to... I was going to shake it up and scare you and be like, <laughs> put it on the table. <laughs> why would you bring that in here? Um, yeah, no, I feel... I don't... I'm starting to care less and less about... Um, I don't feel like I want or need one anymore. I don't know if I was if I was a woman, I might feel differently though. Yeah, it's hard to say because I I can't really say how I would feel if I was a woman. Right. It's really sort of impossible. You can only imagine that. Yeah. And I I always kind of wonder that, like, would I feel? You know. Yeah. More like I needed some type of protection. Would I feel? Because I like walking around by myself a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'll walk in, in, in desolate places where I'm like, there's no other people around. Yeah. And I, I always think, like, I don't know, I would probably feel different about this if I, if I was a woman. Right. Yeah. <sighs> uh, okay. When I was in high school... My friends and I were like got once we got up really early in the morning and we went and rode our bikes downtown. Like three in the morning, it was dark out still, mm-hmm. and we 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 were gonna take my friend's brother's gun. He had like this little Walther, mm-hmm. it's Walther three eighty, I think. And it was oh, like it was like a James Bond gun. You have a Walther three eighty? No, I have a three eighty though. Uh, yeah. we're, so we were gonna. Um, we said we we should take the the gun. And you know, for protection, we go like, oh no, that's we don't need. Wait, to do how that. old are you at this time? We're probably like sixteen or so. Oh man, 15, 16. Wow, okay. And so we got we got down there, and, and somebody in a car started following us, like they were just driving really slow. We we're on our bikes. Uh-huh. We went and tried to hide, and then they we were like hiding behind something, and they stopped the car, the lights on still, and then they turned the lights off. They're sitting there, just sitting across from us, and we were like terrified. And I said, I wish we would have brought that gun. You know, and I was thinking, <laughs> that way you can kill him. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, if I would have had that gun, like, at what point might have I shot at the person? Yes. You know, and, right. and, then, and then when I thought about it later, I was going, like, that's so dumb. It would have been like, I could have, like, shot this, this person who was just, like, fooling around. Yeah. I could have easily shot them. Right. And it, so, you know, that kind of, it was kind of like a, le- a lesson, I sort of. Well, to the. Me. You could say that the one time I could have 
potentially used a gun, I didn't have one or needed a gun, is I didn't have one and I didn't have any way to defend myself, which is a good thing. But one, this thing happened where these two people were shooting at me from the inside of their truck, two guys with a 22. And they were trying to scare me, right? And, I, and a lot of people would say like, oh, did you have your gun? Did you have, what did you do? Did you shoot back? It's like, no, I didn't have my gun and I didn't have any ammunition um, for other reasons. It was gone. Um, but it's a good thing because yeah, what am I gonna do? Like start shooting back? Are we gonna shoot at each other? Or are we gonna, what is this? You know what yeah, I mean? There, yeah, there's always that, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I mean. Maybe be- it's better not to get into a. <clears throat> a gunfight? Gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they were shooting at me. I, I don't think they probably would just expect that I would never, sh- you know, that I would just run away and hide in my house, which is what I did kind of. But anyway. Do you think they were shooting more to scare you? Or oh, they for were, sure. And they were like aiming totally at you, like trying to yeah, hit, no, hit you? Yeah, no, no. They were trying to scare me. They were shooting things around me. I was like, there were things being hit around me. And, but that, when I, I couldn't believe it. It was so surreal. I was like, I thought, that can't be right. This isn't right. This, this isn't actually it's happening. It's terrifying. It's really scary. And it's a long story, but um, in the end, I ended up, just going back out there and working on the thing I was working on and I let them get tired of it. I was so angry. I was like, I'm just going to keep going. Like, I don't care. I'm, I'm doing this project now and you guys can shoot all around me all day long if you want to, but I'm going to keep working. Which is a scary thought because then you think like, at what point will you say, this is not the place I should be living? <laughs> you know what I mean? If it's not that, then what is it going to be? So, you know, there's like a threshold. And if if being shot at is not enough to get you to leave, what is going to be the thing that gets you to leave? Maybe that should be. What would be the thing that would get you to leave? <laughs> what oh. would be the final? What would be the final push? I don't know. Maybe that um, my Netflix didn't work. Right. <laughs> Can't finish the new season of Twin Peaks. <laughs> Okay. Wi-Fi is not working again. That was one of my uh, questions. Do you have Wi-Fi? That was one of my... So you have Wi-Fi. That's great. That's good. That keeps you connected to this yeah, world. I use, other, I use any that I, other people's. Oh, right, right. I, just, I, I use my psychic abilities to guess their... Their password? Password. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so. What was the one that we saw when I opened it up? Girls Gone Wireless? Yeah, Girls Gone Wireless. Man. <laughs> yeah, their password is bimbo. <laughs> Got it right the first that's time. The, that's, the, that's the psychic answer. Do you remember Miss Cleo? Speaking of psychics. No. Call me now. Someone remembers in this room. Call Cleo now. She was great. Talk about like helping you sleep. That's one thing. If she was on at night. Where's that? It was very Is that on TV? Sweet. Yeah, it was on TV. It was on like Channel 58. And she would, you know, she had like this big thing that she would wear on her head, like a wrapped thing and big hoop earrings and call Cleo now. And people would call in with their problems and she would be really relentless. And 
just say like you need to dump that man or this man loves you but you need to really like shape up <laughs> well that sounds and good she was from i think she passed away and it was really sad um but she i think she was from some place in florida or maybe philadelphia somewhere she was american she was certainly not from any island country <laughs> and i think she was also um queer which is great like Maybe that's part of, I was picking up on some vibes as a kid, which is like, oh, you know, I want to watch Miss Cleo. Anyway. Was it, was it for she, but she was out, was it out local though? Was it... No, it was like a nationwide, I oh. feel like she was on, the whole country knew Miss Cleo at oh. some point, I think. She was sort of like a joke and people would make fun of her on SNL or whatever, but I always thought, oh. I always took her kind of seriously in the way that like, I loved her, <laughs> you know? And always thought, oh, it would be worth it to just talk to Miss Cleo, you know. But she got involved in some kind of scandal. and It was, a, I don't know, something involving money. Oh, maybe she even went to jail at some point. I'm not sure. But I was always sort of in semi-in-love with her. Uh, it's a shame you don't. I went a lot of years without television, so. Oh, okay. You missed that. You missed that. Yeah, I missed a lot mm. of stuff. Yeah. And culture. Right. Well, that leads me to my next question. Um, how do you expect to meet a lady here? What woman would ever want to come here? <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. How would you ever find a partner? <laughs> I mean, no one would ever want to come to this place, join you on this journey. Well, I, <clears throat> with, that's with, the, well, with social media. Mm. You, you could, there are people might be making a point. Here. On social media? <laughs> Can you <laughs> clarify that for me? I mean, it doesn't just have to be a random thing anymore. People are. Oh, right. They'll be like, oh, there's what's happening. But yeah, but okay. So say somehow you manage to, someone finds you on social media and is like, oh, this is interesting what this person is doing. Maybe I'll go out there and see what's going on. Who, what kind of, who would be that person? I mean, what, what kind of person would that be, do you think, in your mind? Because it, you'd have to do, you'd have to give up a lot to be in a place like that long term. So you're looking at someone who would only come for a little while. So you might have some kind of romantic involvement for a second. But being someone that is so sensitive and romantic as yourself, you would want someone to stay in for the long term. Yeah, ideally long term. Right. It would be someone who's probably looking for a big change in their life. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've gone through a breakup mm -hmm. and they want to do something completely different. Yeah. But living in a place like this, there's no real way to make money. And it would just be probably you and that other person, right? So it would have to be like really, it's like really specific conditions, mm -hmm. you know? And how do you know if that person is a stranger and then they show up? How do you know you're going to get along, just you and that person? Yeah, you don't really. You don't know. And there's nowhere to go on a date, I'm assuming, right? There's no dates. No, that's since Eduardo's pizza closed. <laughs> it burned down. I was just sitting there. They turned the sign backwards, and it just... That means it's over. Park the zip cars there. Yeah, when the sign is backwards, it's over. It's just a, it's just taunting us. Ugh, like, oh, yeah, pizza ovens in here waiting for. Yeah, remember uh, when there was this? Yeah, date opportunity. 
and now it's over. So, do you feel like you're a romantic kind of person? Oh, not anymore. Mm. I used to, I used to be. Yeah. And then I just um, <clears throat> I got to the point where I have the energy for it. Yeah. Not anymore. Bell's that? Church bell. The bell's ringing. Oh, I'm so happy to be home. <laughs> Is it raining out? I think it's yeah, raining a little. It's raining. Oh, nice. We're It'd be nicer if it was snowing. But no, this is better for me. I wish I could. I wish I could see the lake. I haven't seen it yet. It's been hidden from me, even though I've been here for some days. Yeah, I love being near the lake. That's one thing for for sure. Yeah. I grew up. Near a lake, mm -hmm. one of the Great Lakes. So it's kind of my voice, like, it's nice living near the Great Lakes. Do you feel like it is? it affects your sense of direction? Like you know where things are because you know where the lake is? Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. Well, where I, where I grew up in Ohio, the, the lake, lake area was in the north. Uh -huh. So it was always kind of disorienting when I moved to a different to lake. Milwaukee because uh. in the lakes in the east. Yeah. No, oh, it seems wrong. That would be, well, yes. When I went to Michigan, once I took the ferry over, and then the sun set in this weird <clears throat> way where, and I'm on a different side of the lake. It was so disorienting. Like, I don't know if I could change that. You know what I mean? Like, if you're used to the lake on one side, and then, so I don't know how All you right. managed to get around. <laughs> yeah, you would see the was, yeah, sunset. And you, yeah. And you'd, think, and you'd think you're getting... Waking up in the morning. Oh, it was it was scary. It almost was scary, and the the sand was white. Like re they have really nice beaches on the other side of the lake, and they're also privately owned. You know that, like in Michigan. Yeah, on the Michigan side, like there there are designated beaches, but they're in between all those beaches is like privately owned land, so you can't just go to the lake. Which I didn't know this, but. Till kind of recently, but Milwaukee was a socialist, um, like the mayors and I don't know, what do you call it? The socialist state where they made sure that the lakefront in Milwaukee was public. Um, and like it extended this huge swath of land it was never, ever privately owned, which I was used to. And I just assumed that the lake was for everyone always because I grew up here. But then when you go to Michigan, it's owned by, like, the Catholic boys camp or whatever, and you can't go right, there, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's how Ohio is, too. It's like the, all, all that, it's privately a lot owned. of the lake is privately owned, except for the that, parks. Right. Isn't, there the, isn't a lot of the lakefront here, though, isn't it privately owned? No. Where the people have houses? No. I mean, I, mean, I know you can walk along pretty much. Yeah, but if you think, like, I don't know, I grew up on the south side, so... We were in like Bayview Cudahy area, and the whole that whole stretch is is public. Yeah, that's that. There's that's like a, a buffer zone. Lot. There's like yeah, the woods, and it goes, yeah. and there's like these big cliffs that just go down to the lake. Someone told me they did put condominiums there now, though, and that it is starting to change. Actually, yeah, there yeah there is along the like south of Bayview along the bike trail there. There's all these condos going in and they have some private areas oh so that's horrifying but, but it's still there's seen that still it's like most of it is public though still. okay 
Oh, that's good. Because that's what I've known it always as public. Yeah, just... I, th I think I've had the, the discussion with somebody about that up in the northern part, northern part, like around, you know, like around um, Whitefish Bay and Fox Point. Uh -huh. And there, 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 there's this big fancy houses next to the lake. Yeah. But someone said that, like, even if if you're like in the water, like yeah. two inches, then you it's can public. walk in the water. Yeah. So you can, if you're walking by their uh -huh. property, you technically can walk through. Yeah. And, Plus, people don't do anything, right? <laughs> you know, so they have these houses, and and they're and they're because of the hill. There's such steep hills. Yeah, their houses are they're way far. up there. Yeah, they're yeah, far they're far away, they're far away mm -hmm. and you can pretty much get away with going up and yeah. on the whole. That beach. area I'm not familiar with over there. But it is a, it is like <clears throat> a big long mm. lakefront here. Yeah, I know. I wanna might go polar bearing this year. Are you gonna go polar bearing? you do that? No, I, I think that I would um, perish. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how people just don't have heart attacks left <clears throat> and right. I think <clears throat> some people do. I think people have died. Uh, so you're not one for self-like punishment like I was thinking. Well, that... That, That's too extreme. <laughs> you punish yourself in other ways. <laughs> oh, no, it's good because what happens is when you go in there, you it's so cold that <clears throat> your body just disappears. <laughs> it's just a you're just like this floating thought for a second <laughs> until you get out and start to warm up, and then it's like this unimaginable pain. <laughs> I can't but, even take a cold shower in the summer. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I would hate for you to perish. I was going to invite you, but... <laughs> I probably won't go this year, actually. Do people make fun of your accent? Um, I don't know about my accent. They just make fun of me, how I talk in general. <laughs> yeah, I get that, too. People think I, I talk really... Slowly and I don't know. I I think they they don't make a point of making fun of it, but I can tell that they're thinking like that guy's an idiot. He's so slow. Yeah. But when I meet someone who talks slowly, I actually am more impressed with them because I think that person is actually thinking about what they have to say. They're not just reacting to something, which is yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, my family is all reaction, no thought. And I'm trying to think more about what I say <laughs> before I say it, but it's my nature is to just respond always to the first like thing. And it's never good. <laughs> the results are never good. <laughs> yeah, people make fun of your accent? Oh, for sure. Yeah, what you get it all the time. Though? What accent? Yeah. My Midwestern accent. And... um just the way I talk, which I don't, like, I dated this girl from Texas, and she ha said I have a weird cadence, but she was from Texas, and also had a weird cadence, you know? Very, like, up and down. Sound like Texas. Slow Texas and fast. Yeah, which is what I I like, but... Do you, do you, ever, do you find that when you're around people who have a, a, a some noticeable accent, you start... You imitate, start imitating it. You sort of pick it up. 
I've heard that that's a thing. No, but I do like accents and I, I tend to listen to people more that have strong accents because I find it interesting. Like it's, I like language and the use of language a lot of times. So when people use weird terms, I try to remember them. Uh, like warsh is one I really like. Warsh, what's warsh. that mean? Like go do your warshing, warsh uh, up, warsh up before oh yeah, you come and eat. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. You know, or... Um, fixing to do something or on account of the fact or one thing, one thing my this is a Wisconsin one that I love <laughs> and when so we're talking to say inat you know inat in, <laughs> what yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like it's and that like but it's <laughs> Sorry, I should have it up because yeah. Yeah, that's funny. An at, you know, an at, and those things. I don't you know, know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's I can't imagine seeing that even spelled out. It's. <laughs> I'm trying to use it in a phrase, but I can't do it without laughing. It's too, it's too much. <laughs> when I was that's a little Midwest. kid, I used to say "look at" all the time. Yeah, I say "look at." Look at. And, you know, because you're when you're you're always trying to get your mom to look at what you're doing or sure. your brother, you say, look, look at look at look at look at yeah. and at some point i i put that into this you know i expelled that out or saw it spelled out i said how is that even spelled because i would always say it and i go like it's l-o-l-l-o-o-k-i-t look at okay and i think i stopped saying it at that point because i became so so self-conscious about it about it not being a it's like that's not even a word yeah and it, it struck me one day. It just it struck me as really strange, right. strange thing to say. But it's like, like you could say "looky here," but that would be if you were born fifty years ago. Looky, you would yeah. say "looky," yeah, looky. <laughs> looky here. I'm sure people yeah use that still. Yeah, I have a guy, sort of a neighbor who has such a great. He's from liberal Kansas. And I just, I want to start a podcast just to record him because of the way he talks. He was in Korea and I just could listen to him talk forever. Just the way it's sort of sing-song voice and, you know, Arizona, he'll say Arizona or he'll say, you know, get you a, just, the, just weird placements of words and I just love it. Like if, do you ever listen to any recordings of Woody Guthrie when he was recorded by, what's his name? Oh, yeah. And he has a way of talking that's, that's one way to, that helps me sleep. And he'll say, well, and he'll say, well, you know, highs and lows. Anyway. Yeah, I love that. I do too. Yeah. And, you know, the South has that wonderful accent too. Which I have some relatives in the South. And I just love listening to them talk. It's so puzzling though. That one is harder for me. There's such a, like, yeah, a huge variation of, Southern accents. Mm-hmm. When I first went to co- college, I went to Ohio State and Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. which is only two hours from where I grew up. Mm-hmm. But it was it, people spoke completely differently there, They're, and like, half the people there had Southern accents, <clears throat> or a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the south, whole Southern Ohio people have Southern accents. I'm trying to so imagine it's like the South where. I'm such a bad 
I'm terrible at geography. Um, <laughs> Ohio is just like right in the middle. Okay. You know, it's just I right in the middle of the country. Ac- they wouldn't have an accent there. Yeah, so the northern Ohio where I grew up was on Lake Erie. So when you go north of there, you're in Canada. Uh-huh. But then southern Ohio, like just below the Ohio River is Kentucky. Oh, right. So it's it's kind of like the south starts in Ohio. Yeah. That's what I always used to say. I always think of it as starting in southern Illinois. Once you go down into southern Illinois, it's very, it's like a totally different world. Yeah, yeah, and for it's sure. it's still yeah. Illinois. It's it's wild. And you're kind of near St. Louis. Yeah. But then, like, you know, a lot of people, you would encounter a lot of people in Chicago with southern accents because they have come up from the south. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Do you feel like this is a good use of your time? Podcast? (laughs) (laughs) You know, is this your art? This is something that you feel like is uh, fulfilling for you creatively? Or do you think you need to do more? Well, I always feel like I I want to be doing more. Uh Uh-huh. That's good. But it's it's like sometimes I feel like I'm trying to do too many different things. Mm, and then I it have sort that of dilutes. Yeah. It dilutes what I'm can focus on. Yeah, you get overwhelmed. And, and people will say that you, to be successful, that it helps to focus on one thing. Yeah. If you like, but I do too many different things, and then. But I don't know. I think to me, it, it makes sense to do a lot of different. different things. I mean, we only do what comes naturally to us. I'm the same yeah. way. I have to really make myself focus on something to finish anything. It's like really an effort to do that. Because I get sidetracked too on other projects and ideas and I'll leave one thing behind unfinished for sure. Yeah, but I really get sidetracked. That's good though, because that means you still are excited to like create things and do things, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But the, and the things all are related too, even the things that don't seem related. They are. I agree. They, they, I they all like help you, like they'll help you with each other. Mm-hmm. Get better at the the other. Th- you know, the sometimes totally you need a break, forms. right? I think, like sometimes you need yeah. a break from one thing, so you'll focus on this other thing, but in your mind you're still thinking about yeah. this other project, and so it's all like progress, and it's all like moving forward with work. I think. Yeah, for sure. Sense. So you don't feel like you're wasting your time. No, I don't, yeah, I don't, just, no, I don't feel like I'm wasting my time. How, how do people use their time? I wonder sometimes. Yeah, working. Working, yeah. <sighs> Yesterday I tested all the dry erase markers in my job. Did you do, so how many were there? <laughs> I threw away about 50. Oh wow! I'm imagining a huge pile, and it really was a huge pile. Okay. Yeah, and so that was the that was the, you know, the minority. So I don't know how many yeah. I tested. Well, I mean, that that felt like a good day at work. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that because you said you had a bad day at work, and I wanted to ask about it. So I, I knew this guy who, had his partner was um at one point. Uh, worked in the complaint department for the Aquanet hairspray company. Oh, that's great. Isn't that good? 
Can you imagine? I mean, we all have to spend our time doing something, right? <laughs> and of course, this guy, he had so many good stories. Again, another podcast that if I could interview him, I would. He's always telling people not to put hairspray on when they're smoking. <laughs> yeah, close your eyes. <laughs> uh, it'll ignite. So dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, too, I'll go to an estate sale, or I used to, and would see like a can of Aquanet and think of him. Yeah, I haven't seen Aqu Do they still make Aquanet? Is I'm it still wondering in the that store? now. I don't know. I, I have haven't a really seen it. specific idea of that can in my mind, but I can't. Yeah, my mom. My it. mom used that. You're, it's it's hairspray, right? Yeah, yeah. So you get the, you can have the, get the big beehive hair that's yeah. like you can. It's like almost like shellac. Right. I put some weird stuff in my hair this morning, like just to see because I liked how it smelled, and now I'm regretting it. It kind of stinks. At first, I liked it, but anyway. I wonder what the complaints were. <clears throat> Probably Aquanet. some fire-related ones. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I mean, I used to work at the post office, and I would only get to go outside once a day. And I had to run the letter machine. And if you weren't fast enough, it would throw letters everywhere. Like in a cartoon, it would just like all these letters. And it was mostly junk mail, too. So I thought, well, this all just garbage. And I'm just so focused. I have to do this thing. And it's so, so just be like dripping sweat. And before the mailman came, even it was sorting mail. And I just like, oh God, still get stressed about it. Just thinking about it. And the smell of that place is just like, oh, makes me shaky. Yeah, post stuff is kind of notorious. Yeah, going postal is a real thing. For, for <laughs> hearing about bad job stories. Yeah. I mean, it's not the worst, but it's definitely... Yeah, I'm sure there must be much worse jobs. Worse, than oh, because there's sure. probably just... Yeah, that's so standardized, but... I mean, you could work at the... Know. There's so many things. Did you did you read that Charles, Charles Bukowski book, Post Office? I started reading it. I like his poetry more than his books. I started reading it, and um, he had a lot of anxiety, I know, because he would, like, do the... It's called The Scheme. It's like before the machines, they would do it by hand really fast oh, in yeah. little boxes. And you'd have to memorize that. And it's all about numbers and having a really good, like, memory. And so I remember reading that. And I think maybe I didn't read finish the book because it it I was it was too close to home. Like I was like, oh God, like I can't I can't deal with this. I don't know. Yeah, I would <laughs> I would have a terrible time with the memor memorizing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't remember. I can't. I can't memorize. No, no, I'm terrible with numbers, actually. Yeah. I was working at a grocery store, and they were going to make me be cashier. I said, I can't memorize those produce numbers. Some people sure. can too. Isn't that wild? Yeah, people. People have an easy time with it, and yeah, you know, like I know, I know that I could do it if I really <laughs> had to, and and mm -hmm. but it's not going to come easily. So yeah. like, I'd rather do things that come a little more easily to me. Right. Than, Try to memorize numbers. That's like the ideal thing, right? When it comes to a job, I think, is that you want to find something that you're interested in so that it comes easily to you, and then it's sort of fun in some way or rewarding in some way. Like, what was the quote I heard recently? Like, find a job you love and you'll never work again or something like that. Meh. 
Yeah, I don't know if there's... There's like, every job I've had, there's like <laughs> aspects of the job that I like. Yeah. It's like, I just, I don't mind working in general. Mm-hmm. And, and mundane things, I don't mind. I don't get mm-hmm. bored. Mm-hmm. It's just always, it's always like the, the structures of the job that drive me crazy. Like yeah. the, just the, the way they somehow feel like they need to make it miserable for mm. you. What about, do you have a hard time working with people? No, I like working with people. Yeah. But I get along well with almost everybody. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's, I don't know why things are made, you know, it's like the idea is if you're not suffering, it must not be a job. So take a perfectly good, easy, like nice jobs and somehow they, they decided to make them. Oh, to, yeah. To make them miserable. <laughs> miserable for you. Yeah. That's part of, Yeah. I don't like everybody. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, some, yeah, some people are terrible. Once in a while, some coworkers <laughs> are not. Uh, um, Most people I, I do like, though. Yeah. I could see you getting along with just about everybody. I have met you before. I remember now. I met you at a at the Art First Craft thing, I think. Oh, you did? Yeah. That was like a... Not a teenager, maybe like early twenties, I think. Maybe no, that can't be right. I, I yeah, I can't even remember what the last year was. That I'm was terrible with yeah. The, it's just as time goes on, it gets harder and harder. Time is harder, so, hard to keep track of. Like I forget the decade now. Mm-hmm. Or even twenty twenty is coming up. That one will maybe be easy to remember for a while. I mean, yeah, the it's numbers good, are good. good. Number, yeah. But that, but I, 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 so I remember you're either you or your sisters or all of you as a group. So that's, that's who usually I, you know, how people remember us. Yeah, because so, you know, I knew your mom, of course. But yeah, then, yeah. Um, I think she has a crush on you. And then uh, she would always buy my, you know, like my best sock monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she really likes you. She would go on and on about you, I think, actually, now that I'm. And then when we met you, she was like, this is the guy. And oh, she was so excited. But I was probably distracted by something. Okay. You know. Did they still have it at the... Now, remind me if... I don't know, because it's been a while. I haven't been downtown in a long time. But is that Cream City Brick Building the place where they had it? Uh, Well, the last art craft that I was in was in that... Masonic building. Yes. Double, is that the one over there? blocks over there. Yeah, that yeah there. I saw that. Have you ever been upstairs in there? No, I don't think so. Well, I was I was only in there for the Art versus Crafts. So I was only on the, wherever they let us be, like yeah, the but first floor. That was so your mistake. One of the upstairs. You could have snuck up there because it was like an open house. And you can go because, you know, nobody's paying attention. There's all those people. I don't know if they still have it there, but if they do, go no, the, yeah, there isn't anymore. Oh, they don't do it there, anymore. No more versus craft. Oh. There's other craft fairs, but I can't get into them. I mean, they're all. What did you I do? Mean, <laughs> uh, because I'm just 
I mean, they're they're hard to get you, into. They're very competitive. That's what my mom said. And so they a lot of feelings get hurt. There's so many people who are trying to get in, into them. Mm. I mean, I don't know that I couldn't. It's just like I've stopped applying for things where that where there's a possibility of being rejected because I can't take it anymore. I'm bad with rejection. Too many, too many rejections. That and I, like, I'm not even bothering anymore. Yeah. I, I could always get into art versus craft because I was friends with Faith Levine. I'm supposed so, to see her actually. So I was able. I was able to, um, you know, get in in those. And she's not running well, it anymore. Yeah. No, she stopped quite a while. Ago. Yeah. Quite a while ago. Right. I will be seeing her in the next few days, actually, which I haven't seen her in so long. The last time I saw her, she was at a thrift store, and she got there after me, and I was, it was at the St. Vincent de Paul, I remember. And I, there was this painting that I really liked of a woman, and I thought, you know, when you're at the thrift store, and you're like, oh, maybe, should I buy this? Uh, I was just like debating over and over, like, oh, what am I going to do with it? Oh, but it's really beautiful, and, uh, and I ended up leaving it there, just left it. And then a couple of minutes later, Faith Levine walks by with that painting, and she's holding it. I'm like, God damn it. Oh, she got my. the painting, and yeah, now I've had it. Maybe I should have grabbed it. Oh, and then it has all this more, more value. She saw the value in it when I was d- debating for so long. Oh, that was a... Have you ever been to that thrift store? That one is like legendary. Which, which one is it on the? The Saint Vinnie's, Saint Vincent de Paul. The Forest Home one. No, it's on the South Side. Oh, that one. Yeah. Oh man, I grew up in that place. It yeah. was like the creepiest, most beautiful zone. Like statues of saints all around, and weird smells, and basements that were unattended by adults, and dark, and just like amazing. She still has that painting. I don't know. She she's done a lot of traveling, and probably she's like me. It seems like maybe she goes oh, through, yeah. kind of has a goes through things. Maybe, who knows? She, yeah, she had a I'll big, her. huge garage sale. Where she, her garage sales, she would bring in tons of money. She would have big garage nice. sales, with selling, selling all kinds of stuff. Yeah. What's the one on on Forest Home in Lincoln? Is that a Saint Vincent de Paul or is that? I can't remember. I really like that thrift store. Well, do you remember? The same as that's a, that's I bought a painting, this cl- great clown painting there uh-huh. once, and that was one where I was it was in there it was like twenty dollars so I was really thinking about it, not that clown painting that's, the, which that's one? the creepiest one I've ever seen. I have this that's the one clown painting I have left. Wow, it's got ghost clowns, but there's this one in that there's big one in that thrift store. And I ended up buying it, and I was really happy I did because it was it was just like I had it in my old apartment. Uh huh. And um, it was um, it was just it had so many things that were off uh-huh. about it, like you know, like just when you looked at it, the longer you look at it, you go like it's really disturbing. It's like is it indoors or outdoors? And like there's things that didn't like. It's maybe just because they're having bad perspective or whatever. Sure. But, you just kind of make it makes you think there's something really creepy about that. Mm-hmm. Weird. And it That's, was a, a real painting, like someone painted. That was a painting, yeah. yeah. It was Where a, is it? It was signed. The last that I heard, it was in this guy's basement. So it's been passed around well, from Yeah, because when I moved, this guy Anton. Do you know that guy Anton? What's his last name? Bass player? Oh, oh we're not supposed to talk to the producers. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that someone sent me a picture of it 
Uh-huh. And they were having band practice in this guy's basement somewhere. Uh-huh. They said, is this your clown painting? Uh-huh. And I said, that's it. That's the Fechner. That was the artist, Fechner. Fechner? And um, because when I moved, I left it with somebody. Uh-huh. And they, so it just got passed on. Yeah. That's good. That's important that it gets uh, looked at, right? Yeah, I'm glad it ended up somewhere. I mean, it, made, it might have not be there now. It might be in the dumpster now. I'm curious of what's behind that, like what's behind the lamp section of that painting. That's one of those things where, like, I feel like, you know, when artists have rules about their work, like famous artists are allowed to say, like, like I think it was Georgia O'Keeffe who was like, you cannot use my work with, in, in any form. No coffee cups, no this or that. Like, it made it very clear that it was not okay to do that. And somehow, some person found a workaround. And of course, you can find all her stuff on any coffee cup now. But I know that, like, I think it was Mark Rothko who was like, yeah, you, you know, you can have this painting. I'll sell these paintings, but there are some rules. And one of the rules is you're not allowed to put a lamp in front of it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was, so, that was probably a, a big one. You don't put a lamp. Yeah, Mark Rothko it. would really be really terrified with this situation right here. Well, if I had Amber, or maybe if not. I had a Rothko, I probably wouldn't put the lamp right, right in front of it. That's the thing. You would think you wouldn't have to explain that kind of thing to some people, but I think he there must have been something that had happened with a lamp. <laughs> well, it's true that that's that's bad. Regardless, I agree that the lamp in front of the painting is not. Well, it adds a little bit of mystery not, for me because there's good. an unknown section there. But there's so it's it's just so tight in here that. Yeah, well, the lamp's got to go somewhere. I mean, I have to, you know, I have got stuff stacked on the radiator. Mm-hmm. I have the radiator turned off, so that I can use it as a shelf. I wish we could. Do you ever? I love that you have a rock collection. First of all, there's. That tells me a lot about you. Well, the, well, this is, you may be shocked to find out about that rock collection. Oh, really? <laughs> Please go on. Because I'm intrigued now. It might, it might not tell you anything good about me. No, it already does. It doesn't matter what you're going to say. I'm already. But I have, I have other rocks, mm-hmm. rock collections. But th- those, were, those particular rocks were in a, um, so where, where I work, someone got balloons They from a balloon company. Okay. So, you know, the helium balloons. The, uh-huh. So the balloons were, I don't remember what event they had where they brought in balloons. So they, the people bring in, deliver balloons, and then they're, because they're just having some kind of event, an event. And so the, the balloons are tied to ribbons because they they're helium balloons. Uh-huh. And then the, and the ribbons are tied to weight. So there is like a, at the bottom... There's like these something wrapped in like wrapping paper, so this looks colorful, and and so like I had to like get rid of the balloons, mm-hmm. and I, rather than just throwing them in the trash, I I go like, what's in what what's in the weight? You know, what's in there that's giving out the weight? So I so I opened the things up, and there were these rocks. Uh huh. And I thought there's like really nice rocks. So the the people at the balloon company are using these really nice. They must have a you know a billion of them. They're river I mean, it's, They're it's rounded. A, They've definitely. It's like it's not that you know it's not that rocks are expensive <laughs> because you just go to the beach. Right, but see that's someone's job there, <laughs> putting those rocks in. Yeah, they they go to the beach, pick up the rocks, take them to the balloon company, mm-hmm. 
and then put the rocks and the paper or in the in the wrapping paper. Yeah, that's a person's job, and right? Tie the tie to the to the ribbon. They go to the beach early in the morning before the sun gets up. It's it's it's, it's strange that because I, they were so. They're very. There are many varied. They were yeah. They were really unique rocks. No, that is better than. That's the best thing that it. That's the best possible outcome for those rocks. I, I'm sure most cases those went right. They were. With with most most balloon deliveries, they go right into the trash somewhere. Yeah. So like they don't even get unwrapped again. Then they go into the trash, and then they go into a landfill somewhere. Yeah. Wrapped. Those rocks are going into a landfill wrapped up somewhere. Yeah. It's really strange. Kind of feels strange somehow. Yeah. Like. Well, the way things move around. Eventually, someone's going to go through that landfill. Then, yeah. You know, like finding stuff like what the hell's going on here these rocks wrapped and put in the landfill that's one question that'll never never be answered i think about that stuff all the time like future cultures and people that come and they look back on what we're doing here and really probably will wonder what were they what is this why what were they thinking like why would this ever be a good idea or what is this for yeah but the rocks and the balloon weights thing would be an unsolved mystery. I don't care how advanced that culture is. <laughs> They'll never know. Yeah, that's pretty obscure, too. Yeah. They, they're just, like, you're, you're, you'd be totally, you're, um, you probably won't even get to that. So much stuff to look at. And then, yeah, it won't. Feels. Yeah, it'll get lost. It'll be trying to figure out all the automobiles. Right, right. <laughs> First, like, what? Like trying to put the, like, if you go way into the future and come back, mm-hmm. imagine just trying to like figure out the timeline of automobiles when you're finding all the, all the wreckage. Yeah, all the junkyards. Yeah. You're going like, what? What went where? Like, yeah, right. These things. Yeah. And there's like so much. Uh huh. Do you know, I was reading about this ancient city called Cahokia. Do you know about that place? Oh. It's in southern Illinois, or, well, St. Louis area, and it was one of the largest, um, like, centers of trade, and it was, a like, this huge metropolis. And they were, it was a mound-building culture, so, like, these people built houses and structures on top of these mounds that they made with dirt, and so they're on these huge hills, and then there's big lock temples and houses all around and it was this vast like culture society like trading route thing but nobody really knows that much about them because it's so old and nobody knows how they collapsed it was before it was like pre-colonial you know and um it was like the largest what is it anyway i was just reading about it and but there was Something I was reading said it was unusual that it, there were no records of what happened there, and that was indicating that something really bad happened there, and that one it did that the other cultures wanted to just wash it from their memory, so it was not talked about. And that's why we don't know. And they didn't have anything written down, and but nothing was passed on by stories even. So. Oh, that's a weird idea. So, so that someone's historians are interpreting that. Yeah, saying, that's like, a, oh, because there's no 
There's no, no record no records of, of it. Yeah. It was something bad. Right. Because there's usually with like stories or things are passed down where we kind of have an idea of maybe what happened. But not with Cahokia. They say something really bad happened there. I wonder what it could have been. I don't know. Probably just but cholera. Were, but they were really an advanced like culture. And I would like to go there and see because the mounds are still there. But there's lots of mounds around in this area, you know. So I used to work with this guy who would go on and on about these Indian mounds. He was always talking about Indian mounds, and I couldn't be ever like, couldn't get him to stop talking about Indian mounds. I was so tired of hearing it, so disinterested. And then when you come across something like that on your own years later, now I'm like, oh wow, like this is so fascinating. And but at the time when he was talking about it, I was just like, shut up, dude. I don't care about the Indian mounds, man. I'm I'm 19 years old. I don't give a shit about these old society, like ancient cultures. I got to live my life and have yeah, a good somewhere time. Somewhere in Ohio, there's the ones that are shaped, they're, they're like snakes. Snake yeah. Mounds. That's the, the serpent mound. Yeah. So, yeah, I was reading about that. That's like serpent really mounds. special. They think it's a serpent, but they're not sure. My grandfather had these, they, these, these veins that were like these veins on them that were like snake veins. <laughs> and he said they were. Like they were the serpent mound? Yeah, he was always saying how we were. He said that we were descendant of Native Americans, and that was where he got the the vein shapes were from the serpent. Whoa, and that's a great interpretation. <laughs> I think he just made stuff up. That's terrifying. That's great, though. But he did have really good looking veins, crazy looking mm. twisty veins. That stuff scared me as a kid. I would try to not look at that stuff, like hairy armpits. Oh. Freaked me out always. Like when mm. women had hairy armpits, I was like, oh god. Is that my future? <laughs> so. Yeah, it didn't, that didn't bother me much. Are we getting no? to the end of the it, uh, oh, no. our time? We're getting to the time. But my list. Oh, you've got a whole list here. Look what? at that. I know. It's got crayon. It's been written partially with crayon. Do you, have, you want to go any any big significant one before we move on to the psychic test? Oh. These are all kind of depressing. Can I ask you my least favorite question? Oh, yeah. As the last question. Okay. This is always the last question that I'm asked, and I really hate it because... Okay, I'm just going to ask you my least favorite question. Uh, how long do you think you can do this for? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, people people ask you that, huh? Yeah, how long they you can... do. It's like, you know what? How long can anybody do anything? How long you, you know... Yeah, people, it's, it's weird people don't ask. You can have a really crappy job and people won't ask you that question. People ask me the most intrusive questions. This is what, I suppose, now I'm ruining the... Uh, yeah, no, that's... Uh, like, do you ever feel lonely questions? Like, it makes me just... Oh, yeah, I that's just, a, yeah, do you ever feel lonely? It's like, you know, everyone feels lonely. You can feel lonely in a city. You can feel lonely wherever you are. You can be surrounded by people and feel the most lonely. I hate that question. So angry. Oh, the, well, the weird, funny thing is that, so you're living in a, this ghost town. I am. Called Cisco. Yep. And uh, sounds like there's a lot. There's people every every once in yeah, a while. It they, doesn't sound doesn't sound that lonely at oh, all. No, it's the most. It's the busiest ghost town on and earth. If there's, if there's people coming through and there's people <laughs> visiting and you get to know, or the, when there are, when there are people that you maybe will, you make a point. Yeah, I think that people. Yeah, people like in societies where there's a lot of people that are some of the loneliest people. Yeah. 
For sure. But there, yes, there's always people. They just I, pop out of every corner. I just realized that I was thinking about this like last weekend when I was walking. No, maybe it was on New Year's Day. I mean, Christmas Day. Mm. Maybe it was last weekend where I, I walk around. No, it was last weekend. I was out early in the morning, like mm -hmm. oh, seven in the morning. And, and I was just out like walking and I go like, I, I use the word ghost town all the time just to my, for myself. I go like, it's like a ghost town. All right. And I'm walking around because I'll, I'll like, I'll like walk for an hour and not see another person walking. And there'll be like cars going by, like yeah. tons, you know, you see tons of cars, but, the, but those are, you don't feel like those are people. Right. They're like they're like alien beings. They're just going along. Yeah, they're just car here and there. You don't see a cars. face. No, yeah, you don't see the people. You don't yeah. see the people. You don't have any. The suburbs are like. <laughs> and you just yeah, in the suburbs especially. Yeah. Like you walk through, you go to like go to a suburb, and walk through neighborhoods, yeah. and there's all these houses, and they're they're occupied, and you don't you don't see a single person. Right. I don't even see kids out playing anymore. It's spooky. Like when I was little, like kids were always out, but now they're like on the internet. Yeah. And you go like, I, I witnessed kids? this firsthand recently. Yeah, they're all playing on like iPads or whatever. End times, I'm telling you, it's coming. It's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's, it's, yeah. So I always think of like, this is like a ghost town. Yeah. And, I, and without even like really thinking about it, it just comes into my mind. Yeah. But well, early in the morning, my ghost town is like a ghost town at certain times. Yeah, I guess or, you know, no matter where you are. It's early, early in the enough. morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's funny that you use that term a lot. I think people do, yeah. <sighs> but I don't know how, yeah, it's how, how long I can do this. <laughs> I'm sorry to subject yeah, you no, to all maybe, this. Yeah, maybe at Isn't some it point, terrible? <laughs> I'm just going to turn my life around. Right? Shape up. Yeah, I'm going to get it. Realize that. A good paying job. Buy a car, get married. Oh. Maybe have kids. What if there's an emergency? Oh. <laughs> I want to get all these in because <laughs> yeah, <that's a> <laughs> this is my chance to stick it to someone. <laughs> if there's an emergency. Yeah. What if there's an emergency? My goodness, what if you fall off a ladder? <laughs> Call 911. What if they? It takes them two hours to get there, and you got to get in a helicopter, and then yeah. Do you encounter wild animals? Would you? Um... <laughs> no. No. No wild animals. Squirrels, they're wild. Yeah, they are, and if you encounter them, that's that's an encounter. Yeah. Like, Squirrels bite. are really fat this year around here. Somebody's feeding them. Yeah, I just walked, took my trash out, and I just thought, I was looking at the squirrels. Mm -hmm. These squirrels are, like, really healthy. <laughs> Any more? They're all too sad. Oh. <laughs> oh, they're all too sad. But drinking I'm, drinking water? Is there one about drinking water? Yes, there is. Keep Where do you get your water? Where do you get your food? How do you get like? Yeah, that, well, that's, where do you use the bathroom? That's 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 kind of 
How do you I mean, take a shower? How do you stay clean? The um, kind of question I would ask is about water. Yeah. Because that's, you really take it for granted. Yes, we do. For sure, and, that's and, true. And, and I just feel like you use so much water. All the water I use, I carry. That's, yeah, that, that's... <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, that's really... Because just from, you know, camping, because I, w- I went backpacking when, when I was younger, mm-hmm. when you have to carry water in somewhere, and it's like, that's that's the thing that really changes everything. Yeah. It's like how much water you carry, yeah. how much water you need, and how much you have to carry. I think everyone should have to carry their own water for like a year and understand how valuable it is. That's the only way for us to know if something is valuable. Like, I feel like at this point, I know the value of everything, including people, resources, everything. But the question is, what do I do with that knowledge? (laughs) Do I leave it? I don't know. Could you um, could you talk about your residency a oh, little yeah. bit? Oh wow! While I go to the bathroom, talking yes, about water. Certainly, yeah. And, and just, just we should have a stand-in for questions, or should I just? No, I? I'm, I'll be really fast. Okay, I have That's to pee it. too. Okay, I have to pee more. You go first, and then. Okay. So, I'm trying to think about what, how to describe. The re- should I talk about the like? Should we? Yeah, just go over about the residency. Okay. Um, you have an artist residency. Yeah. So it's this program. We're a nonprofit that I started with my sisters, and we're we renovated an old Winnebago as a studio space, and then um, my friends and I built this like truck house thing, which is the living space, and we're opening up to artists like to come and work. Um, in that space. Oh, that's my stomach. I'm so hungry. Did you hear it? I think that was mine. Oh, wow. I need to eat something. Um, so, yeah, so so we're just making a space for artists to come and work and live there for a month at a time. Um, and we have a stipend. It's only $500, but that's all we have. I mean, we're so broke. <laughs> we're having a party today, in fact, as a fundraiser for the nonprofit. This is where we get all our money from which will cover the stipend and other, you know, expenses. Um, But so people apply and we're open to all mediums like musicians, dancers, um, anybody who, any kind of creative activity, whatever you want to do there. Um, So when's the deadline for that? Well, we just extended the deadline for a couple of reasons. (laughs) One, because our website wasn't working for an entire month and we didn't know. (laughs) Well, we're new. We're trying to, like, just figure it out, you know? We're trying to... People were not able to? Yeah. (laughs) Which someone sent me a message about it, but I didn't... Like, I just... It got lost in the messages, and I just... Your website's your name, right? Yes, which was not my idea. Is it .org? .org, yeah. And they use it .org, and that's where you can apply. And hopefully the website is working. (laughs) And, yeah... um, you just have to like submit samples of your work and we have a panel of judges that reviews them and we have a voting process and that's how we get our, we narrow it down, narrow it down, narrow it down. And then we have one person who gets the stipend who will come out. I think it's in May. So we're, May, so that'd yeah. be a nice time. Yeah. There. May, May yeah. is when they will be coming out this year, Otherwise. coming year. 
So you you just had an artist there in yeah. what, what month, October, was it? We had three artists. So I was so uh, kind of depressed about the fact that we had all these people apply, but we could only take one person in. And I thought just I kept thinking, like, I didn't make this entire space. Like, I built this huge space and it took a lot of time. It took like a year to make that space. And I didn't do that just for like a small amount of people. I want a lot of artists to come. I want it to be used. You know what I mean? So we had three artists come. Um, Tiffany St. Bunny was one of our artists. That was the first artist that we picked with the stipend, and she got the full month. And then Soren Hope came from New York. She was a painter. And then Paolo Wellman, who's a sculptor, earthworks um, artist. But we are open to writers and musicians and all, whatever. But um, yeah, so we had three people this, this fall. So it was a, the program was a success, I think. Did they, did they did they like it? They yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, um, a lot of them want to come back. It's good. I feel it gives me a purpose there, whereas I'm not always sure if I'm spending my time correctly. And I'm not always sure if I'm going to meet anyone there. <laughs> well, that's good. These are all questions for me as well. You know? so, so we're... This so is where I start anyone, to cry. <laughs> So anyone who's listen, listening that may yeah. not be familiar with it for where, mm-hmm. to describe where it is geographically, Cisco. So, yeah, it's right on the uh, Utah-Colorado Colorado border. It's in Utah. Mm-hmm. It's in so Utah. Just, it's near so, Moab. So just west of Colorado. Yeah, it's, in, it's near Moab. It's close to Arches National Park, and it's right on the Colorado River. That's where I bathe. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's beautiful there. It's so beautiful there. It's so wild. Like, it's unreal, and it's so strange. I mean, it's not really a place where you'll get solitude, like you would think, but there's definitely something memorable will happen if you go there. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You never know. Um, so it's like a good place, I think, to, if you're a creative type of person, to step outside of your normal life and go into this other place, which is so weird, so strange. Like, I've never experienced anything like it and it's tiring it takes a lot out of you because you're basically living outside and i mean you're open to it's you're very vulnerable and you have to do all these things yourself you got to carry your your water and carry your food and everything like it's so different and then when you go back to regular life and go back to a city and have to go to a party or something it's like turns your world upside down it's like a complete reversal of what you know is true and that's good, I think, when you're trying to do something creatively. It's, like, good to shake things up and try to understand oh, yeah. more, like you know? It. Yeah. So that's why we're doing it. That's why I want... I, this is what I experienced myself, but I want other people to experience it, too. Because I think it's really important to try to, like, understand all these things for other people. So we're open for another month to apply. So um, anybody wishing to apply can go to our website and uh, submit their application. How far from the Colorado River are you? Uh, it's like a 10-minute drive. You can ride a bike. You can oh, ride a really? bike, yeah. I always kind of think in terms of of water when I'm thinking of things geographically. Yeah, so do I. That goes back I, to living by, I, the by the lake. By the lake, other t- times I've lived by rivers. But it's always really important, the, you know, the river. Like in Iowa City, yeah. the river was there. And um, 
in in, in, in Portland, there's the, the rivers. Yeah, you need to when, you need to know like where the water is, yeah, just as a to feel comfortable. I feel the same way. I like if, when I visit a place like Tennessee or something, and I'm completely just like I don't know. It's sort of disorienting because there's no big body of water or any I don't know. But uh, Colorado River, that's a big one. It's a big one. It's beautiful. It's yeah. A long, it's a long way. I don't. Yeah. I have no idea where it starts or ends. The Rockies and ends in well, it's supposed to end in the Sea of Cortez in Mexico, but we take all their water. We take it. We grow things with it, or just get, it, yeah. That's a whole other podcast. Water rights is a big thing. It's supposed to go to Mexico. People talk a lot about stealing water out west. This guy's stealing oh. my water. This guy's stealing my water. This guy has a duck pond, and I have to carry my water. A friend of mine has that. Where normally this water would be a stream, it has been diverted into a duck pond, and now she doesn't have any water, and it's it's written into laws. I mean, it's very serious. It's the most regulated body of water in the world, or water source in the world. And Mexico gets screwed, of course, as always. They don't get it. We control that river. It's like very, yeah, it's regulated. You should come and see. Yeah, I'd like to come out there. It's wild. I, it's like yeah, maybe at some point. I think you should. It, like I said, it gives me some feeling of purpose when people come, because then it's like I'm not just experiencing this thing alone. It's like, oh yeah, look at this, look at this crazy place. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Is this well, the, since we went yeah. on so long, should we skip the psychic test, or do you still want oh, to do no, it? Oh, no, I want to okay. do it. Right. We did go on so long. I'm sorry. I, I'm a talker. I'll talk forever. I mean, I will not stop talking. You guys are going to have to like be like... Well, we do have one podcast that was two hours long, I think. I know. I was jealous of that one. I listened to it. Um, I wanted a two-hour slot, movie, but I was... movie one. Yeah. But I'm also trying to avoid a party here, so... Oh, okay. I have, yeah. <laughs> I have other movies. Yeah, but how about lunch? Right. So, so, so just um, we're trying to change the psychic test. So, yeah, have these cards here, so you can just pick a, a category or a subject, or one of the symbols, Upside, or whatever, like and, this. And, yeah, and then just so you can no, you can you don't have to pick them randomly. You can just go through and decide. Okay. Um, but the point is that you're think you'll be concentrating on something, so and and I'll try to pick it. But you can uh, tell me the category or. Or if it's a symbol, you say, oh, it's one of the symbols. Or if it's so, one of the categories. But I have to, I, I have to like really think of the answer here, though, because yeah, yeah, so these are tough that, questions. Yeah, something that comes to mind fast. You know, I say favorite on there. It doesn't have to be favorite. It could be just something yeah, that yeah. in in maybe that we're should, thinking yeah, about. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have even okay, said I got the it. word favorite because that's a lot of pressure. All right, I'm going to go. You can pick their favorite anything. No, I have a... It's not favorite, but I'm going to do favorite song. Song? Okay. Oh, excuse um, me. I'm sorry. My sister's calling me. Okay. Song. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me, okay. Let me try. Wait, what about the other? So just do one. So what? Like, I have to. So, do one at a time. So, oh, oh, okay. So like concentrate on the song that you're thinking of. Okay. And I'll Wait, I haven't. I'm not. Don't concentrate yet because I, okay. I have to remember the, like I have to really, because this is something that. Okay. Now you're thinking of a song now. I'm thinking of a song right now, and it's it relates to the story I told you earlier. 
Oh, you don't have to give me clues. I don't have to. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oops. Okay. Um, no, you can. No, no, don't no, give me clues. Because, well, it's supposed to be psychic. Um, though my abilities have been rusty lately, I think. I want to give you clues. Um, so okay. Uh, bridge, bridge over troubled waters? <laughs> no. Okay. You, that's a good guess, though, because I know Renee talked to you about the Simon and Garfunkel 8-track debacle. Oh, yeah. That was stuck. It was actually, she got that story wrong, but, which again, I was just so angry about. I was it listening to Simon it. I'm like, that's Garfunkel? not the story. No, it was, but it was stuck, and we hid it, and it was a whole thing. Yeah. Okay, what was your song? No, I was thinking of the staple singers, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure I've heard that song, mm-hmm. but I, I couldn't like sing it right it's now. A, it's a Carter family song. All right. Um, it's really good. It's oh wow, more bells. Um, it's, new, it's noon. It's we've been noon talking day. a long time. That's good. Yeah, will the circle be unbroken? I've been singing a lot of these like death songs to myself because of all the recent deaths with my dog. I didn't tell you I had to put my dog down. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, but I, and I was singing a lot, like, like there's, it's weird what comes to you, like Woody Guthrie, Little Black Train, this is a good one. It helps me deal with the, the idea of death. With this, I have to deal with a lot of things with music. That's the only way I can, like. That's a good way. Yeah, and I'll listen to it over and over and, and sing it and think it, and when you're, when I had the dog in a wheelbarrow and I'm, like, wheeling it to its spot, thinking of music you know that's like really important so that's what i was thinking of but now what well let's do two more and then it'll be that yeah let's have it okay so just okay. pick any pick another card and or okay oh man okay <laughs> okay uh, a movie. Yeah. Um, okay, let me think. Oh, let's see. Princess Bride. Oh, that was a good guess. I that at one point that would have been my answer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I mean, maybe part of me, yes. Um, Boogie Nights. Oh, Boogie Nights. Yeah. <laughs> Any, yeah. I mean, there's so many, it's hard to pick a favorite, but I do think about Boogie Nights lately. <laughs> the last movie I watched was the Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Oh, which one? In Her Advice. Oh, what did you think of that? I love that movie. Joaquin Phoenix is amazing in that movie. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's my favorite movie since in the last 20 years. Really? I mean, people, you know, just pick a, the year 2000 as this arbitrary time period of like a new... New beginning. Best of times. Right. Best of time period. But I, I finally decided that because I just like the movie so much. And here in Vice. What about... This cracks me up. What about The Master? It's, Did you see that one? Yeah, it's really interesting. I, I, but that's one I need to see again to to take it in. Yeah. Because it was so confusing to me. The Master? I, mean, I saw it once. Mm. Yeah, and it was just like, I have no idea what's going on. It's just like... Freaking me out. Yeah. Because yeah, it's a crazy movie. Yeah. Inherent Vice is like that too, though. Yeah. That's another, I, I have to see that one again, too. I saw that several times at the 
theater and I read the book twice. Oh, did you really? I will have to so read the book. It's like, it help, helps to like the more deeply you go into it. Yeah. And it's and it's just because there's a lot of details. Do you like Kelly Reichardt movies? Do you know her? Yeah, I can't. What which one? She'd, what are her movies? It was now? a close second to Old Joy. Old yeah, I've seen Old with, Joy. With, yeah. with Will Oldham. Yeah. Or Wendy and Lucy, she did, but she also um, did certain women. That one. But really I didn't good. see that. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's on Netflix, I think. But no, I could go on about movies, but I'm thinking Boogie Nights. It's like a perfect mix of everything, or There Will Be Blood, or that's one. That's another one. Yeah. See, I'm a talker. I go on and on. Okay. Oh. But what are the symbols? I feel like we didn't... Well, you don't have to do the symbols no, if you don't. I want you, to. Yeah. That's, I just don't understand. They're just... Those are... Um, those are just used with... Those are the standard, standard psychic test symbols. For some reason, they picked those five symbols when people have psychic tests. What does it say about... They're just... They're just... Um, Wait, where's the other one? They're just... So you can try and guess... Or, you know, try and think of the symbols. Oh, so I'll pick a symbol when and I was you little, guess. my mom did that with me. What? She had these, she picked these symbols. You know, she did psychic These tests. very symbols? Well, they were similar ones. I wonder she if I would pick one. Ge- geographic, you know, I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, uh, triangles and squares and circles and stuff. I, I don't remember what, what they were. But it. You know why she was doing a psychic test with me? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Did you uh, talk about movies? There's that, that one about those twins or triplets that were separated at birth, and they did all these experiments on them, and they didn't yeah, know. I didn't see that? Yeah. It's some diabolical shit. It's really scary. Maybe you were part of that. Maybe you have a twin. Maybe there's another Randy Russell. Yeah, it would be a great thing to find out you have a twin, right? And then another twin, a triplet, like part of a set of triplets. Yeah. No, it was really tragic. It was really bad. It was very, very scary. But they did tests on these kids, like, similar. So wait, I'm going to pick one. Are you going to guess the one I pick? Yeah, I'll try to guess. Okay. I'll put it here. There's a square? Nope. It's the star. Okay, that's good. It's it's kind of a running joke, our... our symbols thing of I don't know why it's a joke. It's because whenever you say three wavy lines, it seems funny. Three wavy lines. Yeah. Three. I see people. I see you guys there. Because it's three me wavy and then lines. you guys. You know what I mean? Like use why? guys. Use guys. That's another one. Hey, use guys. <laughs> That's good though. Well, which one did you pick? The square? I said square. Yeah. No, but I mean for yourself. Oh, if, you mean to represent me? Yeah. Three wavy lines. That makes sense. I would have guessed that for you. <laughs> but I don't want to put them in the right order. This is so fun. It would be, be more... It'd be more fun if my psychic abilities were um developed but maybe it's just 
I mean, just because you don't have a psychic connection with somebody doesn't mean you don't have a lot in common or get along right. or whatever. Oh, I knew we had a lot in common in when fact, I saw that rock collection. In fact, you could probably have a psychic connection with someone who you have... Nothing in common uh, with. Or you have some kind of problem with. So, right. You know, I don't think there's anything good or bad about it. It's yeah. Just, like the problem could go deeper. Like there's something like that reminds you of... About that person that reminds you of like your dad or something and that would be like i understand you because yeah. i hate you <laughs> but we don't have to go into that <laughs> all right well thanks for hmm. thanks for participating interviewing in the you podcast. yeah thanks for um answering those questions so well kind of i should take some notes and get, learn some lessons yeah so you've gotten a lot of questions there's more even than this. I couldn't even, I ran out of room. Oh, well. I'm so glad that I didn't have to answer any of them. <laughs> no, was a, what a relief. Okay, well, thanks, Elf. Yeah. See you when I drive out west. Yeah, come to Cisco. Yeah. Go swimming in the Colorado River. Go fishing. Yeah. Look through all the garbage. Talk about ruined cultures. I look forward to it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. Thanks.